Hello, hello, OdaFest listeners. It is time for another episode of the OdaFest podcast. <gasps> With me today are Nancy and Jay, and oh my god, we've got words to speak into microphones. Let us soothe your earballs. Wait, you guys have microphones? We've got earballs. Yeah. Didn't you get one? No, I've just been yelling really loud this whole time. Oh, that's why it's so loud over here. <laughs> that explains the audio quality. It sounded Indeed. like caramel dancing, but from another room, you know? <laughs> if I sound like caramel dancing, there is something severely wrong. <laughs> or severely or right. right. I, I definitely lend more into the severely right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And other things that are right with the world... <gasps> Odafest's Manga Library is looking to expand its collection, and we'd love your help. If you have manga collecting dust on your shelf, or if you need to free up room in your collection, consider donating to Odafest's Manga Library. Head to odafest.com slash manga for more details. And if you're ready to transform cluttered space into a clean and organized oasis, the Odafest charity auction is here to help not only will you declutter your home but you will be giving back to a great cause by signing up dropping off your items and letting us handle the rest you will be making a positive impact on the community all proceeds go towards supporting this year's charity the meow foundation make a difference and clean out your space at the same time submit your items now at odafest.com auction and to mitigate the crowding and queuing issues from last year, we've made a few changes, including extending exhibitor hall hours, adding ticket caps, and no in-person sales on OdaFest Saturday and other measures. Please read the entire update at odafest.com slash ticket dash update. Wonderful. Yay. Wonderful. Wonderful indeed. Mm-hmm. Lots of stuff going on. So the wheels are... Spinning and rolling along, and Odafest is mere months away, mere couple months away. I am. It it, yep. it feels like just yesterday that I was arriving to last year's Odafest. I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> it goes that fast. It does. It's a blink, and it's back, and we'll be celebrating all together again, and it'll be fantastic. I just. There's so much to do. Ah. So much to do. But I'm okay. so it's glad I have neither organizational tasks nor day of tasks. Everybody else can stress about it. You do. I have day of tasks. You I definitely have I don't have organizational tasks, tasks exactly. You Nani? both you both are on oh, the same team. Oh, that team. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I forgot about that. <laughs> yes, uh <laughs> Uh, That's absolutely uh, organizational. Mm. Jesus. All right. I'm not stressing about it anyway. Yep. Mm. I'm still not stressing. Nope. No stress. Don't know what you're talking Only about. Only good vibes. Uh, <laughs> silly. Y'all silly. I can't say I'm stressed about that anyway, but I'm looking forward to it. I think some of it will be a, a lot of fun. Yes. Absolutely. Yep. But other things that are fun. I have a question for both of you. Okay. Is there a game franchise or specific games in your lives that they just sink their claws deep inside of you and they never let you get away? It's another nostalgia episode. I'm sorry. I did this. <laughs> I love nostalgia episodes. Don't we all? I, I feel all... like it was just yesterday that I was playing Skyrim for the first time. I... Wow, that, that brings back a very core memory of just getting into PC gaming. I'm not even me. joking. Skyrim still seems like a new game to me. When I think of oh Skyrim, I think, yeah, that's not, that's not that old. I mean... It's 12 years old. Stop it. It, it, it doesn't help that it keeps <laughs> getting re-released for every single console. Everything. Yeah. Initial release date, November 11th, 2009? 2011. Oh, 2011. So wasn't there a yes. joke uh, about releasing Skyrim for, like, Alexa devices? <laughs> no, that actually happened. There is. That's, Wait, that's real. Wait, that was, I thought that was a joke. That's real. It plays, it plays sort of like uh, those, uh, do you know what an MUD Amad. is? Uh-huh. Like Multi-user yeah, dungeon. Yeah, like those, those old text games. Like Zork. Exactly. I know. 
Yeah, there is a, you enter the dungeon. There is a door to the left. To the right, the sound of wolves howling. Which direction do you go? Oh that's exactly, that's how that game plays out apparently. I've heard it. I've never really, you know, there's no playthroughs that I've thought, noticed, but I, I know of it. It, it was wasn't a joke. A joke. Everyone no. thought it's it was. It's the new, it's this generation's, no, it's this generation's version of Doom. Or a pick wow. your own adventure book, like, if you Ooh, fight the dragon, turn to page 63. If you wish yeah. to flee from the dragon, turn to page 39. You trip on a rock and you're devoured by the dragon. Try again. <laughs> exactly. The reason why I, I put in this topic here, because uh, I recently just did a, a wide reinstallation of oh, old nice. games that, you know, franchises really that have like, like I said, they've sunk their hooks in, into me. And, and every time there's announcements for new iterations or trailers or anything i immediately start thinking about like the good old days and it kind of goes back to the first one is probably diablo 2 all right diablo 2 has its hooks into me since i was in like grade six and it was my first real like i had played things like Counter-Strike and other stuff like that, but Counter-Strike does not have the same hook in me as Diablo as a franchise That's does. That's fair. Um, something about the the world, the characters, the storytelling, the playthrough, uh, or the play style, everything like that, deeply, deeply is ingrained in me. And like, other than the countless hours I've already spent on it, like Diablo 4 is coming out, I think, this year. Oh my god. Um, there's like an open beta coming out, and I'm like... Maybe like I haven't. The, the weird thing is, I'm not always committed to buying these games or investing my time immediately anymore into these franchises because, as an adult, I just don't have that much time to spare. So I don't think about necessarily doing that anymore. But like, I reinstalled Final Fantasy seven, uh, eight, and nine. I reinstalled Diablo three recently. I have. Uh, thought about getting back into some of the old Pokemon games because these are all things that like are deeply rooted into my nerdiness and I can never truly escape even though I tell myself oh I'm probably too old for Pokemon you're never too old for Pokemon (laughs) that's the thing you know like I might be I might be too uninvested to buy myself a switch to buy the new Pokemon but I'm not too old for Pokemon. I, I I recently started playing a ROM hack of Heart Gold, and it's fantastic. Ooh. There you go. There you go. And I know that when I'm going to Japan, I'm going to oh, a Pokemon absolutely. Center. <laughs> Even though I've already visited, I think there's six Pokemon Centers in Japan. And last time I already went to four you of them. Get the other two. I'm probably going to go find yeah, the, other the other two. two. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Why? Why am I doing this? It's like, oh, because I am. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> So, I can't relate the, the exactly to that. Is deep. <laughs> I can't relate yeah. exactly to to Pokemon. I know that every time a Final Fantasy is announced, I always give it a shot. Yeah, and I have mixed feelings about the entire franchise because there are ones that really shine like gems, and then there are ones that really didn't do well in my eyes. Like had a lot of potential, but kind of just flopped all over the place. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. That's unfortunate. Please see our other episodes about rants I've had about Final Fantasy. But <laughs> there are, there's no denying that any time a Final Fantasy is announced, I almost always pay it some attention. I will probably give it a shot. You know, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Did I think Seven needed a remake? Not really. Mm-hmm. Is the remake going to be a good game or series of games? Possibly. I can mm-hmm. my it sparks the optimism in me. What bothers me about Final Fantasy VII Remake is that they didn't plan it all for the exact same uh, uh, console generation. Like the fact that Final Fantasy VII Remake, the first one, came out on PS4, and then about two years later you got it mm-hmm. on the PC. Fair enough. By that time, mm-hmm. PS5 mm-hmm. was out. You couldn't get PS5 for like the first two years of its existence. I've only ever seen one in the wild. Uh, the second game of the Final Fantasy VII Remake, and we expect there's going to be three, right? I think. You expect. Could be four. 
There could are be you going to have to get the PS6 and PS7 for those ones? Depends on how long the lifespan the, of exactly. the PS5 is, I guess. But now that you've said that, I don't think I've ever actually been in the same room as a PS5. I know exactly one person who owns one, and it is Alfred. Long-time listeners of the podcast will remember Alfred. Alfred has a PS5. Alfred! I remember how I have still not been in the same room as a PS5. We, wow. I went to his house. I thought you were going to say I haven't been in the same room as Alfred. <laughs> I haven't been in the same room as Alfred since January. I went Gosh. to his house and we didn't play the PS5. Yeah. We played his arcade emulator on a Raspberry Pi. Wow. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> That's the worst part about almost like being a gamer or almost being a media enjoyer in general. It's like you have... All these new things that are great, like, uh, you know, dozens of new shows. You're like, oh, I wish they get like their new seasons. But then when you're like really bored, you're like, boy, I'm going to pop on The Office or whatever old like uh, series that you love. And you're just like, I'm going to watch through the, you know, 80 hours of that instead of the one hour of the new content that just came out. (laughs) Yo, I made an IT crowd reference today to a bunch of youngins, and I needed to post the clip that made the reference so that I made sense to them. Did you tell them to turn off and on the internet? No, I made the Aunt Irma joke today. Aunt Irma. Oh, she's she's in town. Uh, (laughs) She was in town for our database today. Our database had a bout of PMS. Oh wow! Did you <laughs> hormonal distress? Did you dial the the new emergency number? The oh one one eight nine 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 eight eight one one nine one one nine seven two five three. I think I got that wrong. Oh, actually, I can't believe you remembered how that jingle you went. Probably knew. You I remember the got jingle it better than I did. I'm close I on that number, but I think digits. I got it wrong. I'll give you an A plus just for the effort. Yeah. A plus excellent effort. Yes. Yes. Uh, What other franchises are stuck in my brain forever? Not just video game franchises, right? Anything. No, no, no. Just any any franchise that's a sort of maybe you grew up with them. Maybe you uh, like it just intrigues you deeply, even though it's a newer thing. But like you just go back to. Right. Studio Ghibli, does that count as a franchise? I, th- I would argue it. Ghibli films, it's, I think Ghibli it's films close. have their own it's unique feel. Yeah. I just, yeah. Yes, it has a whole aesthetic. It has their own art style and design. The music is distinctly theirs. Mm-hmm. I would say that even though there's not really, you know, there's no My Neighbor Totoro 2 and 3, it doesn't matter. When you sort of hear something you know it's Ghibli. When you see something, what if, you know it's Ghibli. Mm-hmm. What I think if that's good enough. What if in 70 or 100 years, My Neighbor Totoro gets the same treatment as the new Winnie the Pooh movie? I'm okay with that. I love I love creepypastas. <laughs> Why oh, would you, you know say that? that? I like creepypastas. I also, know uh, listeners can't see me, but I think I spent a solid 10 seconds just <laughs> blinking incomprehensibly. No. Nah. Could you imagine Totoro? When, he, when, when, when that little child is bouncing on his, on his belly and he does the big yawn, it just sucks her in. <laughs> and he devours can you imagine her Totoro being like crawling, slowly lumbering through the forest Worms coming out of his face like that boar in Princess Mononoke. He would be absolutely terrified. Yeah, I was just gonna say that. Yeah, there's yes. already there's already creepy pastas. There are. There's a, uh, you know, honestly, like the 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 cat bus would be quite terrifying in a oh, reimagining. Yes. True. V true. Right? Imagine V-true. if instead of getting in on Very the like... side, you you got in through this mouth, but it depended on whether the cat bus was hungry or not, whether you got to ride the cat bus or just got eaten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the people are the fuel, as well as the uh, customer base. Um, speaking of which, uh, so Mickey Mouse is supposed to be coming up for uh, copyright uh, Ooh, uh, expiration next year. Yeah. Now, not now. To be clear, it's the similar boat as Winnie the Pooh, where it's not Winnie Yellow Winnie the Pooh with the red shirt. It's 
not Mickey Mouse with the white gloves and the red pants. Well, it's no. Steamboat Willie. He did have white gloves. Mickey Mouse. He just also had white pants because it was black and white. No, it's 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 a it's a very yes. No, he doesn't. Actually, I don't doesn't think he, he has gloves. Doesn't in he? Steamboat Willie? No, no. But the point is, is that like. Oh, you're right. The beginning of these copyright uh, expirations are coming. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's been some pretty cursed commentary on the Bird website about uh, what creators could start doing with even Steamboat, just simple old Steamboat Willie version. I can't wait. I want to see the mouse take an L. I am intrigued to see what will happen if, because they've had such a monopoly on these properties of theirs for so long. If there's any mm-hmm. franchise that has its hooks for me, it's Disney, but for the wrong reasons. I just want to see them fail. <laughs> do you want to see all of Disney fail or do you just want to see its IPs be twisted? I'd be okay with just the latter. I don't really care about the Disney as a what whole. What would happen to like franchises like Kingdom Hearts then, where it's this kind of weird mishmash of Disney and Square Enix? Copyright hell. Ooh. So, Ooh. honestly, my only thing against Disney. I love Disney mm-hmm. movies. They're fantastic. I hate the new the new live action or 3D CG ones. But I know. overall, they're not the same. They're exceptionally good. The only thing that I have against Disney is their Disney is literally the reason why copyright laws are as bad as they are today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're copyright laws used to be very generous to both mm-hmm. the person holding the copyright, but also the general public at large. It's true. All the DMCA stuff that we face today. Blame Disney. It, like, you can really start by blaming Disney. There's a lot to do with, uh, for example, like music rights. I remember growing up where music was ubiquitous in a lot of media that didn't necessarily have to be original music. It was music that was uh, accessible to all sorts of creators and all sorts of media. And now, you know, you play anything more than like, what is it, like five or six seconds on a YouTube show and you're going to lose your monetization. It doesn't even have to be that. You can just hum hum the melody. There, There are certain songs... Where if we simply did the into the microphone, it could get the the entire uh, track, the entire item uh, blacklisted mm-hmm. from certain websites. Mm-hmm. But blows uh, my mind. That is that is really the only thing I have against Disney. So if they did uh, if if they did have any issues, I would hope that uh, they would just not be able to afford their lawyers anymore. That that's it. No lawyers Disney. <laughs> no lawyers. No Disney. lawyers Disney. Yeah. But I think it'll be something interesting especially uh I I want I think as someone who is creator sided, I would like to think that there's going to be a lot of great interesting new content such as Winnie the Pooh's new movie. <laughs> I heard it's awful but in the best ways. I'm okay with that. I, I've watched so many awful things. Awful, I'm... but in the best ways, which yes. directly translates to very memeable. Exactly. Like I've heard that it's. I see that it's bad in the good way. Mm-hmm. It's it's not Morbius where it's so bad that it's boring. I've heard mm. that it's just bad in laughable ways, and I can get behind that. Interesting. Yes. Something that uh, is good in a good way. Uh, I recently got into a new show oh. on the Netflix. Ah, oh. oh, that thing uh, some I people just might have heard canceled. Of it. Oh, yeah, me too. I'm also thinking of canceling it. Ah, uh, well, but, yes. You know, we'll we'll see how that goes. I just want to get this uh, this this show into it, which mm. is called it's called Physical One Hundred. Mm-hmm. It's this oh. Korean show. It is not oh. a K drama. Oh. But it is dr- but it is drama. Uh it's basically Korea has recruited a large selection to be specific 100 of their best physical examples of humanity. We're talking from all sorts of 
uh, walks of life. We're talking um, strong men. We're talking bodybuilders. We're talking MMA fighters, uh, so, like athletes, military people. And what they do is essentially, it's like Squid Game, except it's not. Okay. Uh, you Nobody dies. <laughs> but they put them through their paces to see who comes out on top. There's like one-on-one uh, uh, challenges. There's team challenges. There's, you know, 2v2s. There's all sorts of, in, like, endurance and strength and speed and agility. And they drop, you know, I don't want, uh, not necessarily one by one. They drop in, depending on the challenges to see who like comes out on top what's really cool is because they're like we have like olympians we have uh again just people with all sorts of physical athletic backgrounds and they have a lot of respect for each other even though like in the show they're like they'll be like well i thought that was sort of disrespectful or i thought that you know like this is like i i don't really think they're that strong or whatever but you can tell that there's actually a lot of respect uh between each other because because they all know the sort of sacrifices that they you, you sort of have to make to maintain that lifestyle to main that maintain that athletic ability mm-hmm. and they just go through all these cool like interesting challenges there's things like uh, uh hold on to a medicine ball for as long as you can while fighting off the other person oh or my God. it's something as simple as like hanging from like this structure above a pool last person to drop wins and they literally have to just hang on as long as they can they can't like shift they they can only use like their upper body torso and arms no like you can't hang off using your legs and like literally that sounds like it's it's bad but like that's the first episode where literally a hundred of them are just hanging off of this crane mounted structure and they just have to wait it out and I, like there, and then it literally goes until the last person drops, which is like I think eighty, like or not not eighty minutes. What am I saying? Like eighteen to twenty minutes, which is a long time. It would Someone feel like eternity this. doing that. Yeah, I think I could do that for maybe forty five yeah, seconds. Yeah, maybe forty, like no, no, thirty so- seconds, maybe for me. Like I can't, I can't imagine. Yeah, like it's a really, really fun show in that it's fairly i would i think it's fairly drama free i think there's a lot of interesting storylines where there's people again from the different backgrounds like some people are uh, if you're familiar with korean culture you know that like age seniority is a big thing so there's people who are ranging from 19 years old and they run like a uh, a youtube uh sort of fitness channel versus like a 45 year old MMA fighter. So there's like a lot of that respect kind of thing going on. There's nice. a lot of like acknowledgement of like the ability of each person and uh, understanding like different arenas kind of play through and it, 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 how fast things dwindle down because they cut down people pretty quick. When you lose a challenge, that's pretty much it for you. Wow. I have to ask because like I, I, I the way you've described mm-hmm. this, I feel like like it could go either way. Is this a fiction show or is this like a reality it's TV reality. show? It's oh. a reality TV show, but without Wait. all the weird scripted drama. Yeah. Okay. So when you started describing, it, I was like, "Oh, this has to be like this has to be like a fictional show, like Squid Game no. was, just with a a different vibe." Like literal Olympian. But then you started literal MMA describing fighters. it. Literal bodybuilders. Like, this would make such a good reality yeah. TV show, though. It's, it, Except everybody's being nice yeah, to each other. It's funny that to me happen. that you put the wholesomeness in first. Because yes. that was the first thing you talked about. You're like, there's so much respect, respect going on between like all yeah. these athletes and people of like these different bodily skills, and and Angelo immediately goes through. Oh yeah, this has got to be fictional. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, kind of sad, kind of true. It's a little funny to me. That's like, all. I won't say that there's absolutely no disre- uh, like like no disrespect, no drama between certain people. But, like, generally speaking, because they are looking to win, right? There's, like, a prize pool, so on and so, like, you it's know, still there, a there's those expectations. And when you have these kind of people, like, 
The truth is, mm-hmm. you don't get super athletic and you don't get super buff and you don't get super good at what you do without being competitive. Yeah, yeah. You, right. There's a competitive so nature to that. And without really exactly. like dedicating your time, effort, exactly. research, like there's so that much focus, that goes into right? it. Yeah. Um, but so they all understand that they they have each put in that work, but mm-hmm. they all have that competitive drive, and it's cool because like there there's no holds barred uh there's no like there's men and women it's not just women versus women it's not uh weight classes of like 160 pounds versus 160 pounds yeah like there are episodes where it's literally the power weightlifter who has complete who has competed in uh for example world strongest man competitions huh. versus the smaller petite lady who is like uh from the military mm-hmm. so but she has military training right and mi- and a military physique and stuff like that right. versus like some big like lumbering Doesn't just about every person in korea have military training <laughs> I, I don't like think the vast a, lo- a majority. lot of women a lot of women don't i believe i think it's still mostly men, men. that are part of that mostly. program all right that's fair. women can enter but i think it's more by choice than by uh, requirement. I could. Be, All right, that makes sense. I could be absolutely wrong, but I'm fairly certain that men are the first requirement. Like being male is the first requirement. Yeah, so. I think it's a mandatory draft, right? Mandatory. <laughs> yes. What the Terrible. hell? Why am I laughing at this? Ah, I hate it. You're welcome. No. But yeah, I I recommend it just because even if you don't think you're into sports, for example, mm-hmm. there's something really both like wholesome and interesting about seeing it's like if the olympics just stripped everyone of their disciplines but still acknowledge that they are all athletes mm-hmm. on their own and mm-hmm. just watching the other cool thing is um there's there's two things i really like uh one of them is like there's a rest area that like a lounge area but the lounge area not only has like you know um, workout equipment and couches and like all sorts of things, but they just have a wall of protein jars. Oh my god! Oh yeah! <laughs> just, and and, and there's like guys are just like, where's the where's the chicken breast at? I need the chicken breast now. <laughs> <laughs> They're just what? into the like the lean you know protein, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, cool. Okay. And then the second thing I really like is that pre like prior to the entire series uh like during the setup of the series they all got these uh life-size plaster casts made of their physiques what so like like the like a bus like you don't see the uh it's it's from the neck down to the waist or so but you can see a lot of them like like you know they'll have like the super six pack or like you know the the well-developed muscles sorry i'm gonna sneeze (laughs) anyway but you have so they have these plaster casts and when an athlete loses is it loses their competition and is out of the show they have to shatter their own cast (gasps) oh that's so you have like this kind of like you know adonis like (laughs) you know uh, a statuette of themselves that's again life-sized tell me they're posing um, in something dramatic. You can tell there's a bit of a pose. I think there's a bit of, like, again, you can't see anything from the, like, it's not, it's just from the neck to about the waist or, or hips or so. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you can tell that there's a bit of a pose to, like, you know, get that bodily, muscular definition Okay, so are there. we talking, and like... To, and then they have to smash their own, their own thing when they lose. Are talking, like, bodybuilding poses? Like, the ones that make your muscles all pop in a very specific way? Or, like... Are we talking dramatic poses, like a JoJo's pose or like an Adonis pose? No, not JoJo posing. Not JoJo posing. I feel like just because the nature of plaster casting, it has to be like a simple pose that you can hold for for a long long time. time. Because you have to be able to actually like let the cast dry a little bit so they can crack it off you. That's so interesting. And it's almost it's almost like cheeky it is very in a way cheeky. it's like your it body was not good enough for this competition yes, yes. it must it's, be smashed it's absolutely that i highly That's recommend so watching funny. this show we should watch a couple um, of episodes the next time we do like an anime season yeah can we can we review? watch an episode of this for like yeah. a, an anime review? review yeah episode sure 
So I, uh, I just threw in into the Discord really quickly just like one screenshot I could find about like the, the cast. Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, these are intense. Right? Holy moly. Like, oh, look oh, at that, look wow. at that lady. Full of them. Well, yeah, there's a hundred yeah. of them. But look at yeah, that. Makes like, sense. Look, and just look at the lady who's in the first shot. Like, look at her musculature. Uh, it's like, oh my gosh. Mm, dang, yes. that is. Oh my god. I think she's a wrestler. I believe she's one of the wrestlers. I don't remember if she's been uh, eliminated yet because I'm not caught up. But uh, well, no spoilers. Cool Come show. on, super fun. Yeah, no spoilers. Yeah, no but spoilers. that said, this is a really nice change from the usual like variety shows that i usually see on like asian television like you know the ones mm-hmm. the ones where it's like a hong kong show or a japanese show or even a korean show where they like bring a bunch of celebrities and they have to play all sorts of really silly games with each other yeah they're just doing like simple things easy things like the seaweed passing game or the whatever but like this is this is intense truly a test of your passion yes. and like how far it's taken you Mm-hmm. And it's it's really cool because sometimes they'll have, for example, those one-on-one type challenges where there's no weight class involved, right? Mm-hmm, they just kind mm-hmm. of freely challenge each other in a sense. They're able to challenge whoever they want to challenge based on like a hierarchy system from maybe a previous win in the game, for example. Interesting. And again, there's, you know, they... they some of them are like, I want to challenge this person because they're my senior in this discipline. Some other ones are like, I chose them because I think I can win against them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and when it's that ladder mm-hmm. definition, sometimes mm-hmm. there are big dudes that pick on like a smaller woman. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the lady wins. Yeah, I love it. Like, I love to yeah, see it. Yeah, you get out of here with that crap. I don't need, I don't, like, you know, we don't need to see that. Like, I, I don't, I, I personally think it's great when it's uh, a guy versus a girl just because, uh, like, it just proves that there's a lot more to do with it than how much testosterone you have in your yeah. body. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So cool. Anyway, super recommend. So That's cool. a franchise that's hooked into me right huh. now. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's a good one. I like recommendations from both of you because you usually have very good reasons for recommending them. I think we also have a huge amount of variety. We <laughs> watch different things. That's fair. Like, I think we all kind of get into our own little niches, and when we find a gem, we kind of polish it off, and we go, hey, guys, you should check this out. Behold, an odd taxi. Oh, my gosh. Odd taxi Witness such a gem. this bochi. It is cute. Witness. Oh, I still need to watch bochi. Thank you for reminding me. Witness the bochi. I, I must. I think we're good. we've got to do the spring season... We do anime preview in a little bit here not uh probably next well it's this episode will only be releasing for next month my god so probably sometime in the coming month oh yeah (laughs) sometime in the coming uh, march yes exactly lots of stuff going on you know what else is going on though i'm going through a phase so Longtime listeners will remember that jay and i have discussed having lasik eye surgery done we both yeah, have yeah. laser eyes. We Pew-pew. both have laser eyes. Um, Jay, I don't exactly remember if you had a severe prescription before, but I had really bad astigmatism. And astigmatism is when the lens of your eyes shaped like a football, and so it focuses things yeah, not pressure. only blurrily, it also focuses it poorly in specific directions. Wrong. Yeah, basically the best way to describe it is if you look at a light source, for example, a street light at night, um, instead of it appearing it as like a nice pinpoint glow or like pinpoint, there are incorrect pinpoints essentially. Like it doesn't, it, it, it could, if it's really bad, it could look sort of fractured. Blobulous. Yeah, like just not good. Um, I had some astigmatism. I had somewhat poor vision like minus 4.5 okay okay Mm -hmm. so like not great Mm -hmm. by any means definitely needing glasses yeah but technically speaking if i had a day where i couldn't use my glasses Mm -hmm. i could still make it around town like i'm not gonna be like oh my glasses where's my glasses I'm not going to be Daphne. Velma. Velma. My glasses. So I had very, very good vision outside of the astigmatism. 
my nearsightedness mm-hmm. was almost nil. It was like 0.25, maybe 0.5, depending on which eye. But the astigmatism, so Jay mentioned like in the range of four. When you're talking about myopic, you know, four, it's four out of 20. But mm-hmm. when you're, lock- when you're talking it- about astigmatism, <laughs> it's out of a scale of four. Plus or minus four. So, like, I'm already at, like, the 1.5, 1.75 mark, which makes mm-hmm. it the equivalent of, like, nearly a, an eight or a nine of myopia. So astigmatism is far more dramatic in how it affects the quality of how you perceive things. So for the longest yes. time growing up, I had this really awkward, I can't tell if that person blob is, like, someone I know, so I kind of just didn't really acknowledge a whole lot of people. Aloof. She just, but it just made were... you seem cool. It just made you seem aloof. <laughs> You're like, wow, she doesn't she doesn't acknowledge me, but I want Senpai to notice me, but oh she won't God. because <laughs> because in truth, she's just blind. In truth, uh, Nancy was actually just unable to recognize people until they got really close to her. So apologies if I've ever offended anyone with this. But no, you're just a cool anime trope. I wish. She's the cool so aloof girl. it's really funny. I went to go get LASIK eye surgery. I got all of that stuff corrected. My corneas are great now, and I can see with near 2020 vision. Except I'm now in a phase where the internet has made it readily available for you to get cheap, non Luxottica glasses that are really cute. And, oh my god, where were these styles yeah. when I wanted to look cute as a 12-year-old, 14-year-old? Like, where are these? These really adorable cat eyes, or, like, these anime-inspired ones, or the the classic, like, class monitor glasses? Like, oh my gosh, where were all these at, cute styles when I was a of, kid? At the risk of sounding very creepy... Uh, <laughs> Kids nowadays have access to fashion, yeah. whereas we do not. Like when I say how I can sound, how do I sound creepy? Kids that I, when I was twelve, nobody looked good. Twelve-year-olds <laughs> look like Unless your parents functional were rich. people now. They look functional, like functional people now. They don't look like they just got hand-me-downs and uh, frizzy hair and crappy glasses that don't really suit their face and all, all that kind of stuff. Like again, I know this sounds creepy. But like preteen or like younger girls, for example, some of them look like they actually know how to use makeup. You know what I mean? Like okay. now I am going to explain why. And it's YouTube. going to sound very old man yells at cloud. Oh, good. Uh-huh. Here we go. Uh, old man Angelo. Take kids, the stage. These, kids these days. <laughs> you see, they're on their tick. Talks and their Instagrammas yeah. and they're looking at the influencers and learning what the drip do. And they want to have the good drip so they can do the riz on their classmates. So basically what I'm saying, because of social media, <laughs> because sure. of social media, they have wider, uh, a, a much wider availability of what would be like good taste. Whereas when we yes. were all kids, uh, sure, MySpace maybe might have existed. Uh, maybe if you were terminally online, you would have gone to Vampire Freaks for all your fashion sense. Mm. But other than that, it was like teen magazines and you had to pay money for those. Hey, no yeah. one got time or, for that shit. Or you try and like speed through them at like the 7-Eleven while you're also yeah, grabbing but, a Slurpee well, or what something. What was the popular one? YM, I think. Youth Magazine. I, I, teen no idea, teen Magazine? Like, I don't know. I can't but remember. I've never read one I of those. I absolutely remember that being a thing. So many of my like richer family classmates were like, you know, oh, I brought in like my mom's magazines to share with friends. And so we'd all stand around and like read them and be like, is that fashion? Like, I don't know. That looks pretty cool. Of course, you know, this was the time of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So there was a lot of like Buffy fashion and stuff. And it was just like, oh my gosh, this is or so Rachel cool. Or Rachel Hare yes. from Rachel Friends. Rachel Hare. Yes. Yeah. All I can tell you is that I'm okay with my past. Not that I've ever super looked good, but I, I will say that not. we all looked yes. bad together. I f- and that I still was important. Like I, I still feel like I don't look well put together. I definitely don't try to like matchy matchy things to look good in an outfit. Yeah. Anyway, that said, I wish I had had these glasses available to me when I was 12 or 14 and trying to actually really embrace that, that anime weeby side of myself. 
in a way that didn't look so out there. Like, I didn't want to go and get, like, a pair of Pokemon glasses, for example, because they had, like, yellow frames and the Pokemon branding. And, like, I don't need to be, like, a really in-your-face weeb fan. I want to be something a little more toned down and refined. You know... You know it if you see it, like, and you know what it is. Imagine if they were a nice pastel pink with a nice little flare at the corner that I looked mean, like I little have, fairy I ears have or something. A, Secretly uh, Pokemon. A couple years ago, a few uh, very good friends of mine got me a Pokemon shirt that I've worn, and it suits that sort of... We've, called, we've talked about it, the, the low power level type. hidden Hiding your power level exactly. type clothing. Where you're the like, hidden power it's level. still like it's fu- it's fun, fashionable, cute, or whatever you might want to call it. But someone has to look, yeah, to or they be have a to fan know. of. They have to, to know. Be, yeah, they have to like, know. The, the shirt that I have is this like Gengar dress shirt mm-hmm. that's <laughs> patterned, and you would think that that could look really gaudy, mm-hmm. but I know it doesn't. And some and people notice if they're Pokemon fans, they take a quick look at the actual pattern, and they're like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> <laughs> That's a Gengar, <laughs> or there are billions of Gengars. I, I think I remember that. Sh- that yeah, I don't I think that. I've actually seen you wear shirt. it, but that's that's what I, I wore mean. the two that's... Alfreds. Uh, uh, remember when we went to the barbecue and we went over to Alfred yes. and Sarah's? Yeah, I wore that shirt actually. That was a good shirt. Nice. I still have it. Yes, I remember that now. Yeah, that was that was the River and Ribs day River of two ribs. years ago. <laughs> Anyway, my point is, is that I'm suddenly finding myself in a phase where it's like, I never, ever thought I would want to wear glasses again. But seeing them as just a cute accessory, they look so cute and I want to wear them. I can also make a case that they're super functional. These are like polarized. They change color when you're in the sun. So they tint. Da, 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 da. Like they're See, just so damn cute. Uh, I'm just a shitty hipster that I still have my old glasses frames. I have real I still, sunglasses. I just still I have, want them. No, I have. I have. I also have real sunglasses that I just wear when it's bright out. But I also just have my old glasses frames that don't have transition. They don't do anything. They don't even have lenses because uh, I've popped out the lenses. It's just <laughs> the frame. And I and I like it that way. Actually, I don't want the plastic in there or the glass in there because. Then it would fog in the winter, or I have to clean it. I have to maintain it. I just want to wear them because I have worn glasses since I was in grade three, I think. Three or four, probably three, up until I was uh, 30, 28, I don't know, something like that. I don't remember The thing about, like, even if you just have clear lenses, they can be exceptionally functional. Exceptionally functional. Eye protection? Uh, Last year. Last year, I broke my sunglasses. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, when I was biking to work in the evening, you know, the, you know those little bugs. Oh, did you I, get I, I them in know. your eye? Oh. oh, yeah. Oh, I hated yeah. that oh, so yeah. much. And so, like, what I would do, I have these pair of blue light glasses that I wear occasionally. Mm-hmm. I would start wearing those for when I'm biking, just so the bugs wouldn't get in my eye. Nice. They weren't doing mm-hmm. anything else for me while I was biking. Like, they were just glasses. But they kept the you bugs You need to get gods, my, my dude. Well, no, gogs, I, riding gogs. I finally, I finally replaced my sunglasses. Nice. I finally got Good some new polarized you. lenses, and I noticed something with them uh-huh. that uh, that uh, I didn't realize before. So I have a triple monitor setup. One oh. is the cheapest monitor possible. It was a one hundred dollar <laughs> monitor ten or twelve years ago. I suspect I know Damn. where this is going. The other one was the cheapest 144 hertz monitor five years ago. (laughs) Okay. And then my middle monitor is a nice monitor. It was a $500 monitor a year and a half ago. Mm. I put my sunglasses on to try them out. Both of my side monitors I can still see. (laughs) But my middle monitor completely blacks out because of the different polarization filter. Yeah, yes. that's hilarious. That's funny. I used to have that problem with like baby's first cell phone. Like I had my very first Sony Ericsson cell phone and I put my sunglasses on. I look at my phone. I can't see it anymore. Yes. And then I turn it 90 degrees and I can see it again. Oh, I didn't think of turning oh. my head 90 degrees to see yeah. if it would yeah, change. Dude, that's all you have to do for, totally for, for the gaming. For the... So I thought where that's your story funny. was going to go 
was that you had turned one of your cheaper monitors vertical because a lot of people I know like to write code vertical screen. I wish I could do that. Neither of my che- my cheap monitors are so cheap they don't even have base amounts. Ouch. Yeah. What? I'm angry about that. I was okay. At first I was going to tell you that as somebody who always gets matching monitors that your story was already hurting me. <laughs> but now, now this is more pain than I thought. I couldn't even experience. I was like almost every monitor I've had for the past 5 years at least half a decade has that visa mounting capability and you're telling me you can't even I do can't. that. I can't. The the reality is I would only get a new monitor whenever an old monitor would break. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's, That's fair. That sounds like something yeah. I do. And so I do not I've wanted if I could have just replaced all three of my monitors with two of these very nice monitors, I would have. But I could swing the $500 at the time, I could not swing the $1,000. Fair. That is fair. Totally valid. But yeah, I thought you were going to say that you had had one of your screens turned vertically, and that's why you couldn't see that one. But no, no, it was yep. your nice one in the middle. That And yeah. it's not a big issue. I don't wear my sunglasses inside. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah. I am actually super glad that um, newer phones these days don't have the same problem. I'm pretty sure that like I can use my phone properly with my sunglasses on. Maybe if I had it at a super weird angle. So that's actually something I was surprised about. My Pixel 4a had no problems with my uh, sunglasses. When I had the Razer phone before, Mm -hmm. it actually would be a problem. It would it would have a checkerboard pattern across the screen. Oh, and that's another interesting thing. my car's back window and other cars back window. If you wear salt polarized sunglasses, you yes. get these weird polka dots, almost like a checker pattern across them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's That's super how they interesting. Sprayed, they sprayed like a, a coating on the glass. Yes. Mm-hmm. I just think that's super it. interesting. No, I, I love that. I love how my vision changes when I'm wearing like polarized sunglasses. I don't know. The, the nerd in me makes me very, very happy. Can I just wear it. like polarized uh, contact lenses? Does just that do exist? It. Just do it. They yeah. may it's not gotta exist. exist. I don't the know. polarizing the film is less than a millimeter. Contact it's got to be polarized. I don't think you can because contact lenses, if you don't get astigmatism ones, they spin around freely in your eye. So you're going to get oh. like, you're going to get them at like random angles all the time. Oh. Transition yeah. lenses. Bet you didn't think polarized. of that. No, I had no idea. No, I. I'm learning exist. so much about eyes today. <laughs> about eyes. eyes. Just because Nancy saw cute glasses and wants to wear glasses again, despite the fact that she had no need for it, no need at all. No need at all. Can I quickly? So we're gonna we're we're heading quickly towards the end of the episode here. I want to. Sp- I just want to say one other thing that I, I'm on the board for for uh something that i have no need for uh i blame girl dm okay <laughs> i saw this as one of her tweets All right. uh-huh. you probably have seen it as well uh-huh which one it's this cool cyberpunk oh helmet. those Ooh. yes they're wonderful she's had a few different ones they look really cool i have no need I for a helmet but i want the oh. docket you know what? No. If I get a really cool helmet, I will start riding bicycles with oh. Sean and Angelo. It's not that kind of, it's not a protective helmet. I it know, is a type of helmet that you would like. You can get them off of Amazon yeah. even. I've, I linked one. Masks. I linked one off uh, into the into our Discord here. And they are so cool. I My use case is literally maybe the Odified, uh, Odified, Odafest Amplified concerts and then maybe some other concerts or shows I would go to and nothing else. Maybe Halloween at the best. But I'm like, I really like the They're way they super look. Cool. They're really sick. My only concern, my heckin' concern is that uh, they're like 90 to 150 bucks. My head probably doesn't fit in them. Yes. I have a very it- large head. Mm. I have a small head. I'm on the other end of that spectrum. But just ask. Oh, just I ask could. I could just try hers. it on at her if house. If I can find <laughs> for one fit. for the test fit. If I can find yeah. one that is actually protective, I would go bike riding because my biggest problem with bike riding is that I can't be in sun, <laughs> and riding in the summer is the only time we can. You ride. can actually I mean, get full you face could, helmets. Yeah, for biking. It's that's. Uh, you don't usually find them in stores, yeah. but you can yeah. get them. The big thing would be uh, uh, mountain biking. 
a lot of mountain bike helmets have full face helmets. Uh, and some yes. of them even have like a solar filter. Really? But I, I'm, I'm also assuming, I'm assuming that Nancy doesn't want something that's, well, that's too the thing. heavy. That's why you wouldn't get like a motorcycle a helmet because those are very general heavy. General riding helmet is. Uh, whereas a mountain biking helmet would be much lighter. Yeah. And I don't need to survive that kind of crash. Yeah. I wouldn't advise they're cosmetics. The thing that I'm they are not because they're very cosmetic. Oh, Lots yeah, of smaller for sure. moving parts. But they're if not protective, someone out there, foam. if someone knows of bicycle helmets that also benefit from some very excellent cyberpunk styling, please let me know. I I really need to get out and exercise more, and biking is the way to go. But I need a helmet. Oh, that actually protects me from I found sun. a perfect one for you, but it's actually a motorcycle helmet, and it's $700 US. Yikes! Ooh. It is, oh, it is the Seltie Sturlson motorcycle helmet. The yellow one with the cat ears. Oh, no, you can wear the one underneath. Do you see the one underneath? Yeah, just wear the plush one. Oh, my God. It looks so derpy because it's like it's clearly stuffed. <laughs> it's no. probably technically protective. Yeah. Which is funny. Yeah, as well. sure. Technically protective. Let's yeah. go with that. It looks so derpy. I love it. All right. <laughs> <sighs> and on that note, I love you too, listener, even if you are derpy. Until next if you time. Get that, yeah, if you get that derpy plush helmet, you let us know. <laughs> you let us know. And then you give us a full-on review of your thoughts. Mm -hmm. Bye. Until next time. Be good. Bye.